Welcome to Cosmic You, the podcast where we explore the depths of spirituality, self-discovery, and the mysteries of the universe. I'm Holly. And I'm Bree. Through our journey, we've discovered that the universe is a reflection of our inner selves, and by exploring the cosmos, we can discover new insights which guide us to unlock our true potential. Each week, we'll be diving into a new topic related to spirituality, inviting guests along the way who are experts and thought leaders in their field to join us to share their unique insights and perspectives. Throughout conversations, we hope to inspire you to discover the sacred within yourself and the world around you. We are so excited to embark on this journey with you. Welcome to Cosmic You. Welcome back, everyone, to episode two of Cosmic You, the podcast. I'm Holly. And I'm Bree. Hopefully you'll get to figure out who is who in no time. (laughs) (laughs) We feel like sometimes our voices sound the same when we're in flow. Um, So this episode, we wanted to talk to you all about the shoulds of life Um, because they're everywhere. Some we're very conscious of, some we're very unconscious of. Um, and we'll kind of loop back to it in the episode, but we put it out on our Instagram page. Uh, what shoulds you're feeling right now in your life and, uh, what you actually want to bring into your life instead of all of those shoulds. So we'll kind of loop back to that. Um, yeah, ultimately we want to take you on a journey of potentially helping you figure out what shoulds are in your life right now and what shoulds are holding you back from living your most aligned and most true self. Um, Yeah, and then give you some tools to determine how to move out of those shoulds and start finding your truth. Um, And then some journaling for you as well. Mm, Nice. Yeah. Shoulds are such a big one. They're... They show up everywhere, every single day, and I think it's it's nothing that we're doing. It's just this programming. It's just the matrix that we're in. Yeah. But once you start to see the shoulds that exist in your life, then you can start to pivot and take control and start chasing the big, like, okay, yeses mm. instead of the, oh, okay, I'm just going to go do this because I feel like I should. Yes. And once you start to notice the difference in your body, what's a like a hell yes compared yes. to a oh yeah I should yes yeah that's like a huge turning point in our life mm. yeah and in your life. So I guess we just want to try and help you get to that point of of knowing the difference. Yeah, energetically. Energetically. Yeah. So can you talk, Holly, a bit about coming into your body and starting to. F- notice and recognize the difference yeah so I guess that's the first like the biggest thing is to come into your body because the shoulds are happening so much in your mind Mm. um whatever it's stemming from and I think us trying to determine in our mind what is a should and what is a hell yes this is actually me can be really hard to figure out unless you yeah start going into your body um And I think if you haven't explored yet what your body feels like when it's communicating to you energetically, but even physically, um, then like be very patient with yourself. It's, you know, it feels like learning a new language. Um, 
if you're not in communication, you know, frequently with your body, you might not know what things are saying and it can be confusing. And spending time sitting with yourself and I'll give you some tools of how to like create that space and what to do. It's just going to help you build that muscle of self-trust so that when you feel into your body, like, is this in alignment for me or is this something that I just feel like I should do? I think sometimes there's that moment of like, do I really trust my alignment and my truth or Mm. am I not fully trusting in that? So this is as much building tools for you to have the capacity to determine what is true and what is not, as well as helping you to build self-trust. Maybe let's call it your intuition that you're kind of feeling into. Um, so th- something that's really lovely that you can do for yourself is however much time you have, maybe it's five minutes, maybe it's 10, 20 minutes, try and create this time frequently in your day so you can keep checking in and actually feeling your body. And, you know, maybe in the moment you feel, um, you know, potentially anxious, which would be like, not always, but potentially a sign that this is just like a should. It's not actually like your your true self. Is just start to ask yourself, where is anxiety in my body? Is it in my chest? Is it in my throat? Um, what kind of way does it move? Does it feel circular? Does it feel really irregular? Does it feel hot? Does it feel cold? Like what physical symptoms are starting to come up with it as well? Um, so that next time you feel like it's just kind of helping you to build the muscle of is this anxiety or is this excitement and like a yes because I think there's sometimes a really fine line between anxiety and excitement Mm. and some things we do because we feel like oh yes this is a hell yes and like all of that energy of it but actually there was just this potentially anxiety that was shooting you into it anyway so then next time maybe you feel really excited or like you know, joyous about something, you start to explore where's that in my body? What does that feel like? What way does it move? What direction is it going? And then you can start to build this language with your own body so that you can determine on a moment to moment basis what's coming up, whether this is taking you towards alignment or out of alignment. Because, yeah, And I think we'll all feel it very differently in our body. Like some emotions will be guiding us towards alignment, uh, whereas others, there'll be different emotions that come up that guide us towards alignment Mm. and just to preface I think shoulds can be anything Mm. yeah and they're little things as well as huge life-changing events yeah (laughs) and so a should could just be you know a a maybe a good place to start is with the smaller shoulds you know Mm. identifying a smaller should so one of our Listeners wrote in and said um, a should that they experience is like just shooting their to-do list, mm. you know, like pushing themselves past the point of exhaustion Yeah, because they feel like they should finish these tasks that they've given, you know, assigned themselves in the morning yep. on their to-do list. Yep. And that's quite an obvious and easy one because it's not um, emotionally charged, yep. I guess. So you can more easily tell the difference between doing this egoic pressure yep. compared to the hell yes. Yeah. Does that feel right? Yeah. Mm. And I think too, like that listener that wrote in, it was like, you know, I should be doing my to-do list when really what I want or what I need is rest. Mm. 
And like that's a, yeah, it's a huge one I think for so many people. And I think like in that moment, the only way that we can start to get better at that or break away from that should is like actually just explore rest for a little bit. Mm. And then, you know, you might feel all this resistance sort of like come up in your body, but then eventually like with time it will actually start to subside. And just finding, like, even in that moment when you feel like, okay, I need to be doing all of these things, if you choose rest and you feel there's so much resistance to that, like, your body's going to feel uncomfortable and it's going to instantly want to pull you back to your to-do list because you haven't had the habit of building that energy of rest. So your body's just going back to its habit of, like, nope, just keep going, keep going. But, again, feel your body, notice its resistance, allow it to be there mm. it will pass and, and then and work with it yeah. I would say like try and come up with a negotiation with your own mind mm. be like okay I'm noticing that I actually feel like I need to rest yeah so if you need to negotiate with your mind and say okay I'm going to allow myself to rest for 25 minutes and for that 25 minutes I am just going to be peaceful you know on the couch, in my bed, mm. on my yoga mat, I'm just going to allow myself to be in rest for this amount of time mm. and then I'll go back to my to-do list yeah. if that feels okay in that moment. Yeah, and I think the key is that is in the rest, don't think about your to-do list because that's yeah. not true rest either. <laughs> yeah, like let yourself be in yeah. that. And I think sometimes when you put structure around it, like mm. when you're starting out, yeah, it really helps. You're like, okay, I can – almost like allow myself yeah. permission to rest for 20 minutes. That feels more achievable yep. than just dropping the to-do list totally. altogether and going over here. Yeah. And, and I think so like... could be a good stepping stone. Yeah. And everyone's so different. Like I think what rest looks like to someone or the amount of rest that someone needs is different to the amount of rest that somebody else needs. Mm. So I think, you know, not putting pressure on... <laughs> what your rest should look like either because it looks like this for someone else. Like some of us have greater capacity with our energy to keep pushing mm -hmm. where some of us don't have as much capacity to push. So I think it's learning your, um, your edges as yeah. well rather than pushing far beyond them so you can't even find where they are again. Yeah, and knowing you get to set the rules. Yeah, totally. Like me saying 20 minutes, that's just a random number. Yeah, it could be like you five. Pick. <laughs> yeah, could be three hours. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's that's one I think that's really common that shows up in everyone's life somewhere. Um, yeah, and although it's so common, I think it's definitely not an easy one to to overcome. Mm. Take some time and some patience with yourself to to build that capacity. What are some other common shoulds that? you see pop up in your life or your friends and family's life mm. so many even just like oh I should eat this or I shouldn't yes. eat that or I should wear this brand of yeah, yoga tights <laughs> totally I should want to get up and do all of these things all right yeah so many things yeah um I should exercise this way mm. I should move my body this way mm -hmm. um I should call this person. Yeah. I should text them back as soon as they text me. Yes. You know, all these, there's so many little shoulds that yeah. constantly turn up. Yeah. 
I should clean the entire house right now (laughs) (laughs) when really I don't want to. (laughs) Or, yeah, there's so many shoulds. And I think, um, you know, some shoulds, I think it's important that in the moment you actually go, well, what is that should about? Like, where is it coming from? Mm. Uh, Because I think there can be your greatest insight. Uh, I was thinking about this the other day and I I don't really remember what kind of um, epiphany I got to it, but I had like a moment I was like, oh, that's where the shoulds like really come from. Like I think it's potentially not knowing what you need at any given moment and not having that relationship with yourself where you then just start shoulding on it instead because you're like, I don't really know what I need in this moment, so – (laughs) I'll outsource what I think I should do and do that instead. Yeah, so instead of like slowing down and working it out, it's like, oh, shit, I'm just going to keep pushing. Yeah. Keep pushing, like keep hustling. Yeah. Oh, completely. That's, yeah. And you can get yourself into. so much sense. Yeah, you just, and so much of what spirituality is about is developing that capacity to know what you need at any given moment because you're living on a moment-to-moment basis. Mm. And I think, you know, it's not just about changing the shoulds, but changing how you're interacting with yourself and with life so you actually do know what you need and what even what you desire instead of just this is what I should do because, you know, I'm not really interfacing with life right now. I'm just interfacing with what I think I need to do. Wow. Mm. And I think that's what that, you know, practice of being with your body is going to teach you how to do is be with yourself in a moment-to-moment basis because your body you know it's so amazing but your mind is the part of you that doesn't live in the present moment your body is always living in the present moment receiving all of the information from your mind like you can imagine a whole world in your mind and your body will believe it's happening it'll show you it doesn't know the difference Mm. so your body is just always present for you it's present to whatever you're feeding it and if you can take enough time to feed it the real, like, reality of what's happening in that moment, just letting it be. Without the filters. Without the filters. Okay. And, like, something that's so simple, like, wherever you're sitting down right now, if you're in a car, don't do this. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe you're in a chair. I don't know. But something that I often do is, like, just touch the chair that I'm on. Like, feel its mm. texture. Feel the texture of my own clothes like touch my own skin, massage my own body, actually look around and like see what's in your environment, hear what's in your environment, smell what's there. Um, This is why dogs stick their tongue out all the time and huff and puff because that's another way that they're sensing their environment through their sense of taste. And it's like we don't take enough time to orient ourselves to where we are Mm. so we can never actually know what we truly need, which is I think where we just default into this is what I should do then because I don't actually know. I don't have that communication with the moment Mm -hmm. as it is. So how do you navigate it all if you're not with the moment? That's a really good tip because I feel like there are so many things that are accessible to us that we just either don't know about Mm. or we forget about in that moment, in that moment of hustling. Yeah. And... Yeah, that's it. Sometimes I don't know about you, but I feel like I have all of these tools, mm. and 
I get really hard on myself sometimes because I'm like, I have all these tools. I should. Yeah, I should know better. <laughs> be able to use yeah. these tools to pull myself out of this feeling, to mm. shift my state, to, you know, do all these things. But sometimes sitting in that uncomfortable state mm. is where we need to be. Yeah. And so it's giving ourselves permission to feel everything that comes up as well. Mm. Like this isn't us asking you to run away from things that feel icky. Mm. This is us sort of saying to be with everything that comes up and to honour what's happening in your body and really mm. feeling into and connecting into this moment yeah. right now. Yeah. I think like our greatest tool is our capacity to like – be with anything or to hold anything and yeah because sometimes we feel like well I do have all of these tools why can't I just you know why does it feel hard mm. and it's like have we developed our own greatest tool which is just our capacity to be with life as it is in the moment unfolding mm. and that's I think where our greatest alignment and our greatest truth our greatest knowing comes from because all of the tools just eventually lead us to moments of knowing. Like you, for example, in the first episode where you spoke about reading a new earth, that was a tool that then took you into the moment that you had. Mm. And without you having that embodied moment there, the wisdom of the book would have just been words on a page. Mm. So, yeah. It's a real difference, isn't it? learning things and embodying mm. yeah and where it's not like you embody something once and then yeah no it's here. <laughs> shame <laughs> yeah shame we don't just embody them once but yeah so I think like in those moments for those of you that feel like that hustle and I think also like determine where are the shoulds coming from is a huge one because then you can start to take those things out of your life that are not even your shoulds. Like how many times do you scroll on Instagram in the day and all of these shoulds come up like, oh, I should wear my hair that way. I should put my makeup on that way. I should drink this in the morning. Like mm. you should drink celery juice. You should just have water. You should drink lemon water. You should have water with salt. <laughs> you should have, have coffee. Tonics. You shouldn't have coffee. Oh. Like there are shoulds in this space of the wellness world everywhere. Everywhere. And we constantly and you should just read this. You should know that. Yeah. You should have this teacher. You should ha like no, everything we need is within us. Yes. Like and that's why this is so powerful connecting to your body because mm. your body is always going to tell you what it needs. Yes. It'll tell you if it wants yes. a bloody lemon water. Totally. <laughs> we don't tell you. Yeah, we don't need listen. the same things at any given moment. Mm. Yeah, and oh, that's a huge one, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Like Know, know where your shoulds are coming from because, I mean, that's – you should know where your shoulds are coming from. <laughs> and also, too, like if, if, if someone else is on Instagram, for example, and they're saying, oh, cool, I'm having this tonic every day for this week. Great. Yes. That's what they feel like they yes. need in that moment and that's okay. Yeah. Like just because you're not doing that doesn't mean that you need to feel shame. Yes. I'm super susceptible to that. Like if I see someone on Instagram and I maybe just flick past it for five seconds. I'm like, oh, I should do that. I should give that a go. Maybe I should try that. Yes. And you have to be very like clear. In the, and I think that's where like knowing your body language comes in is you start to feel this 
you feel pulled out of yourself again mm. in those moments. Like that's a that's what mine is for me is I just feel like this instant cutoff from my body. I feel like I'm not with it anymore. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's like this disconnection. It's it's this. You go from flowing with, I don't know, your life and your mm. body. Yeah. To this like almost freezing. Yeah. Like anxiety or like. And then it's like I can't. Re- it's uh, it's hard to reconnect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, it's like this experience of trust to doubt, mm. and I think the doubting ourselves is what leads to the should potent. I think at least for me, if I have a lot of doubt in my life about myself or what I'm doing or anything, that's when all the shoulds get heaps louder again, because I'm no longer sourcing how to be or how to show up from me, I'm sourcing it from the outside world. And so it's not real. It's, yeah. Speaking of the outside world, I've noticed something that happens as well is in in this space in particular is so many people are, like we're all learning things all Mm. the time and we're so passionate about what we're doing that I think sometimes we we push stuff onto other people because it feels like a hell yes for us. Yes. And we're so passionate about what we're doing, but it's remaining conscious of how it's landing for them. Yes. So I've met a few people over the last few months and with the best intention, mm. they're telling me what I should be doing every day. You know, like you should be doing this. And if you're not doing this and it's like, hang on a second. Mm. Like, I'm sure this is coming from a really nice place and, you know, you have the best of intention. But just because it's a hell yes for them doesn't mean it's a hell yes for me and that I should be doing that. Totally. And, yeah, I've had to actually have a few conversations with people and pull them up saying like you know like I know that your heart's in the right place Mm. but this is how it's landing yeah and that doesn't feel good for me Mm. it feels like shame yes and it feels like you're shaming me for not doing these things and that's not cool yeah Jimin like everyone is in at a different place in their journey Mm. everyone's days look different yeah everyone you know like our our codes like everyone's code is different yeah we're all here to learn different lessons yes and whilst we are one doing we know that cosmically we are one we're all connected we are also on this individual journey and our our individual energy makes up the collective oneness so we need to honor it where each other is at in the moment yep and of course, share. Yeah. <laughs> share what, what you're doing, but don't force what you're doing. Yes. That's a huge thing, isn't it? Like yeah. other people pushing what works for them as the only way for everyone else. Mm. And I think like what you said there about like, yes, we're all cosmically one, but we're all individual. It's like the reason we all have this individual energy is the cosmic energy wanted to experience itself as all of itself, which is many Mm. different faces, many different lessons, many different paths. And as soon as we try and 
should on someone else's path. So that's something to be mindful of is notice if someone is shooting their experience onto you mm. um, and also be mindful if you're doing it to others as well. Because I know, like, personally, like, when I first started At the beginning, this, totally. I'm like, you all have to be doing this. Like, yeah. what are you doing? You should all know your numbers. You should all know your yeah. astrology. You should all be going to yoga. You should all be breathing. You should, yeah. you should, 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 yes. should. What are you doing with your life? Yeah. And now I'm kind of... <laughs> you start to, step like... Step back a bit. I'm like, oh, sorry. Yeah, totally. Sorry about that. So, sorry to anyone who <laughs> I shouldn't <laughs> yeah. have that awareness now. Totally. And, um Yeah. And I, but that's, like, part of your journey, isn't it? It is. And I think, like, any time we start to, like interject or make ourselves wrong for our own journey or interject on someone else's it's we actually start to create bad karma for ourselves like if we start interfering with other people's karma we're creating karma for ourselves that is like you know not super fun either um yeah so just be aware of like where the shoulds are coming from and know that you actually do have the capacity and the power to pave your own path Mm -hmm. and in that you have the capacity and the power to make mistakes on that path. It's not going to look perfect. And I think we do all the shoulds because we see other people doing them and it looks good for them. Mm. So we're like, oh, well, yeah. that should work for me then, right? Mm. And I think like as I started to come into the wellness space, especially around food, like I studied Ayurveda and that's kind of where I led into it. But first I went to university and I was studying nutrition and dietetics because mm. I was interested in health and I thought, I should go to uni, right? Like that's <laughs> that's a you should. massive should of life. Mm. Like all so much of school is designed for you to go and do that. And um, I remember sitting, it, it never felt right. Like it always just felt like a not me moment. Mm. And, but there was a part of me who so desperately thought I should be that and should want that. And so I just kind of kept forcing it. And I remember sitting in the Griffith Duncan Theatre at Newcastle <laughs> Uni. Shout out. Learning. <laughs> also danced there a lot in my life too. Yes. Um, and I just remember sitting there. I don't know how many people fit in there, but there were so many people. And I was trying to learn about health and wellness and just I had this visceral experience of like, this is not right for me. Like, this is right for some people. And for me, I was like, nah, just. And in that moment, I was like, so done with uni. I still should – I stayed for probably another six months and then tried a different degree the next year. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. Obviously, like, because I've got to go to uni. Like, you should do that, you right? Do that. So that was – yeah, the shoulds can be so small, but they can also be, like Bree said, like life events. Yeah. And I think building that trust with yourself is so important because – and also not put pressure on yourself to – you feel like something is a should to instantly change your life because you have to go on the journey of building self-trust and building your intuition to know. So I think if you jump from one should, you can just go straight into another one. And just picking up on that is knowing your code, mm. knowing your, do you mean, your astrology, your numerology, your human design chart, they're all glimpses into this expansive, the most expansive version of you, mm. of your code. Literally, it's a snapshot of what your soul decided it's wanted to sign up for and yep. learn in this moment. And the more you dive into those aspects of yourself, the more you can see yourself clearly and the more you can come to this place of acceptance, right? Yeah. And that's just such a 
powerful tool mm. that we have that's readily available to us. Yeah. That's really had a huge influence on my life because Same. it's allowed me to be like, okay, their their version of reality is so different to mine. Yeah. And it's allowed me to step back from a lot of shoulds. Mm. Yep. Same. Mm. Massively. And because I think you're like, once you learn about all of that, you go, oh, I get why that doesn't work for me. I get why it feels so not right. Mm. But I think we try and mould ourselves to fit in this version of reality that we think we should be in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you're in the process of just discovering this world, it might take time for you to find what your most expanded reality is and what you have the power and potential to step into. This episode has sparked curiosity in you. I'd like to invite you to my very first in-person numerology foundation course. This course is for you if you have been wanting to dive deeper into your soul's purpose, to really see yourself mirrored back and to start to work with the energy that your soul encompasses rather than working against it. This course will give you a great foundation of the history of numerology, how to interpret numbers and to really start to understand on a really deep level your soul urge and your expression in this lifetime. Starting from July 6, all information will be on my website at withlovebriana.com and we'll drop it in the show notes below as well. Back to the episode. To be. That's what, four years from initial yeah. meeting yeah. to getting here. Yeah. Because we had to grow and evolve into who we are right now for this moment to happen. Yep. And just like this podcast took four years to l- to land for us, it could take you guys yeah. four years for your journey or longer or mm. less for, you, for it to unfold. So honouring mm. the steps and the journey and, the, yeah, the step-by-step process that has to unfold. Yes. Because – as well, if you're trying to manifest or burst something into this world, often it doesn't just involve you. Mm. So you have to wait for the other person to energetically evolve and come on this journey with you so that your vibrational match matches, do you mean, like yep. that you can come together. Mm. And that's a big thing too is, yeah, knowing where the other person yeah. is. Yeah, I think that's so like – important to note because we have the shoulds about all the things in life right that we're like oh yeah this doesn't feel in alignment but what about the shoulds of like the things that do feel in alignment like I bought that podcast mic so long ago and every time I saw it I felt you should be doing a podcast like why aren't you showing up enough like Mm -hmm. why aren't you actually stepping into what you're meant to do Mm -hmm. like that was a huge should about something that I knew was going to happen yes but it's just not there was every time you should you're just not trusting Mm. and so, like, there can be positive things that you know you will do, but potentially it's just not the right time. And I had that podcast there just every time I saw it, like, you should be doing that. Yeah. Why are you stepping like, into it? You need to start a YouTube channel, Brie. Like, just do it. Yeah. Just start, just start filming. Yeah. start. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's so hard about it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think the shoulds can come up in, like, sneaky ways too. Mm. And I – Yeah. I think it teaches you so much about yourself when it's those types of shoulds. Um, and then I, I think as well, like once I actually land mm. 
and you have that hindsight and you can actually see back. It's like, okay, great. Now I have this full vision of why it's taken so long, why this didn't fall into place then. Yeah. And it's like, okay, cool. What can I learn from that now? Yeah. How can I start to feel into the difference of forcing versus flowing? Yes. And mm. that's when a lot of insights work can come in. Yeah. Think about now, if you guys think about something that's happening in your life, that's just in flow. Like things keep coming into your path that need to be there and things are moving out of your way that shouldn't be there. Yeah, Life will start to flow with you and dance with you in this beautiful rhythmic way when it's meant to be there. And when it's not, the universe tries to help us yeah. and guide us and often we resist that guidance yep. because we have this perception of what should be, what life should look like. But it's when we start to come into this acceptance of the greater plan that mm. we can really start to feel the difference in the energy. Like this podcast is absolutely meant to be here right now in yep. this moment. Totally. And we're getting green light after green light after green light and yep. it just feels good. Like both of us didn't sleep last night (laughs) and yet we stepped into this space and we're still able to create and flow because it's so in alignment to our truth that we're tapping into some other source energy to get through this yeah totally yeah so I think as well like as well as coming into your body like after you've come into your body whatever that looks like for you with any kind of movement for me personally a big thing that's helped me is journaling Mm. I gain so much insight into myself and my world by writing it and then seeing it mirrored back Mm. because I have been single for a few years now I haven't had that sounding board Mm. and so I had to create and find a sounding board and that that has been my journal a lot of the time yeah um so if you are out there or even if you feel like like what we're talking about in episode one, like about how as we grow and expand, we might feel like we can't be seen in our true essence in this moment. Mm. Your journal is such a safe space for that evolution. So you can start to feel comfortable with yourself so that you can feel comfortable with the rest of the world seeing you in that version, in that light. Yeah. So... Yeah, whenever you're experiencing these shoulds or any kind of icky energy and you're trying to navigate things, I really highly recommend just just start writing. Just see what comes out. Yeah. If you just keep writing, like keep pushing yourself to write, like set a timer for 10 minutes yep. and just say, I'm not going to stop writing yep. until the timer goes off. Yeah. The first few minutes you might find are a bit icky and yep. sticky <laughs> and you're just kind of like, what am I doing? And you might literally just be writing that down. This yeah. feels hard. This feels That's sticky. I don't I, know what to write. Yeah. I tell clients that all the time. Like if you're not a journal, like, cause I'm not a huge journaler, mm. so that's been a huge thing for me is when I feel like I'm sitting down to journal, I'm like, this is stupid. I don't want to do this. I will write that because it's helping you get into the flow of just letting things come out without judgment. Right. And so then do you find after a few minutes, all of a sudden, it just keeps your, your ego, your, your brain turns off and you're just free flowing. Totally. And it's so powerful. You stop when that timer ends or whatever and you look at it and you're like, holy man. Yeah. Look at this. Yeah. So for that person who wrote in and had that energy of I should be 
doing my to-do list when really I want to rest. What would be some journal prompts that you would suggest for her to actually start to understand those? Because, you know, there must be, there's something inherent there that's like, do I deserve rest? I need to keep hustling because, you know, like, Mm. would there be a journal prompt? So firstly, I'd say like, let yourself rest. Yeah. (laughs) And then. By journaling. (laughs) (laughs) And then like looping back to that later. Um, absolutely there's so many things that you could could prompt which is yeah a lot of like the why like yeah. why do I feel like I need to do this is this coming from an internal push or an external place of needing to prove my worth yeah am I trying to validate what I'm doing am I am I hustling to prove that I'm worthy of love, acceptance, things like this. So often we feel like we need to hustle to prove ourselves. Yes. Actually, we're human beings, not human doings. Yep. Just by being, you're enough. And yep. that's really hard to accept sometimes. Mm. And so, yeah, just dancing in that space, I think, is can get some really powerful insights going. But... I do just recommend if you're starting out in this space, just setting a timer yeah. and just seeing what happens. Yeah. Because like we're saying, like I don't want to push any shoulds yeah. on, onto <laughs> you. <laughs> you don't have to journal if you don't want to. And honestly, <laughs> you if you find what works set for the you intention too. as well, like you, you get to dance with the universe and create your reality, yes. which is – so beautiful and so confronting that everything that's in your life in this moment is because of your intention, your actions, your energy that you're putting out. Mm. So if you know that you want to get to the bottom of why I feel like I need to hustle and keep pushing this to-do list when I know I just want to be resting, Mm. but I feel like I can't, and you can't get there yourself, ask the universe to send you a sign, yeah. to, to bring you what you need. Yep. It might be this podcast. It might be something that pops up on Instagram. It might be an audiobook recommendation. It could be a magazine that floats past you mm. and there's an article in there. Yeah, You can really start to flow with the universe and ask it for exactly what you need, even when mm. you don't know what you need. Yeah. And even just... Like potentially being like, show me how to rest or show me where, Mm. when I need to rest or show me that I'm safe to rest. Show me that, you know, Mm -hmm. there's, yeah. And I think too, like to-do lists, they never get done. They're never ending. They're never ending. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think when we don't let ourselves rest, it's because we feel like, I'll just get to the end of it and then I can rest. But at the end of it never comes. Mm. So you've just got to, yeah, I think that's really good what you said there to like ask the the universe to give you a sign for it because sometimes we're relying on ourself to be like, okay, now I feel ready to rest or now I feel good enough to rest or whatever it is. Mm. But potentially that might not come yet. So like ask yeah. for it. Yeah. That's so good. I've never thought of that before. Yeah, I love love it. working with the universe. Like yeah. When I was planning my just ultimately my working travel. with yourself, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, completely. Yeah. But it's just like yeah, 
feels different. The wise version of you. I'm like, okay, universe, like, where should I go on my travels? The next mm. minute it will just gift me this book, Travel Guide to Bali, oh. on the side of the road, you know. Great. Thank you. Thank where you. should I go next? Oh, yes. Here's this 12-year-old paper version of this travel guide for Angkor Wat in Cambodia. All right, okay, great. John, I'm going Wonderful. there. Wonderful. There's only one <laughs> retreat there. So I guess I'm, I'm going, going. To Yeah. And I think, doesn't that just make life so fun? Mm-hmm. Like you are now co-creating. Yes. And like <laughs> it's not all you. Like all of the pressure is not on you. Like there, we have the ability to tap into so much more power, which is I think what we're all afraid of sometimes because it's like, Oh, is it that easy? Like, really? Can I just ask and like it will be like there? He, here's the question. Yeah. What if it does work out? Totally. What if it actually works out? Yeah. Then what? This big, huge, crazy vision that you have of yourself, this highest version that you can imagine of your being, you know what you want. Mm. You know it because you think about it all the time. Totally. People that say, I don't know what my dharma is my whatever you want to call it is you know it because it consumes majority of your thoughts yes so what if you were the embodiment of that Mm. and why aren't you allowing yourself to be that Mm. and don't worry we're right there with you 100 (laughs) percent. like just to preface we are right there with you yeah um totally but like why are we allowing ourselves to do that because it's i i think (laughs) in in like everything I've ex- not everything. Oh my god, I've got lifetimes to go of exploring yoga, but in what I've explored in yoga so far is we have we all have our identity, right? Which is our ego. Mm. The way we refer to that in yoga is not as negative as we view it in the West, like it serves a purpose. It's how I can be holy and Brie can be Brie. Mm. Um but you know, for us to be like, oh, like this is great. This can work out. There's so many parts of ourselves we need to let go of to do that. Mm. Parts of ourselves that feel safe, parts of ourselves that feel comfortable, that we feel, you know, happy showing in the world. Us stepping into that power is us having to let go Mm. of that small version. And that's, I think, why it can be so hard, at least in like – my experience and what I've studied is, yeah, you want to dance with the greatness of the universe. Well, you got to let go of your comfortable self. Then you yeah. can't bring that along for the ride. You've got to, yeah, yeah, and that's whilst, that's hard. While so many parts of life uh, is like, and not all. Like you can be yes. spiritual and still want your house to be pretty. Totally. Oh, that's me. Yes. <laughs> You're like, I know that's I why know. I said it. <laughs> Whilst there is so much of that that mm. ends, yeah. sometimes there has to be an awe as well. Yeah. Sometimes we have to let things or people go yes. to be able to step into the next version, vibration. Totally. Of self. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes the vision we hold for our life doesn't align to other people's versions of our life or their version of life and ours don't align in that moment and Mm. that's okay yeah and it's also okay to remain together if they don't align yeah because 
that's a huge lesson in learning as well. Yeah. And so just to preface all of our conversations, we're never giving you advice. We're never saying what you should do. This is just our experience. Yeah. We just want to make that really clear. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, everyone's life looks so different. Mm. And the lessons, whilst there might be a similar core essence underneath, they show up differently. Totally. And it's about just holding that space and, and honouring each other's journey mm. and how it looks. Mm, and I think when we – there's a total difference in honouring someone's journey compared to following someone's journey. It's a big one. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, that's almost a safety thing we do again is if I see that this works for someone else, I'll do that for me in hopes that it works out and then I don't actually have to truly discover the real me mm. and all of the parts of me that I need to let go of mm. or all of the things in my life that I need to let go of to actually follow my path. Um. And I think too, like we'll follow other people's journey for a time because it takes us somewhere and then we realise, oh, hang on, this is not... Okay, pivot again. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So we're always pivoting, I think. Um, yeah. And every decision we make, it's just a step in the... Like it's just a, it's just a, the next step. Yeah. I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to make the right decision when actually it's just a next step. Yes. Yep. And that step's going to allow us to take the next step. Yep. And that just keeps going. Mm. And there's no, like, wrong step. Like, it can feel wrong. And in hindsight, you might be like, oh. (laughs) Probably could have. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's (laughs) the step you took. And, yeah every step is not the final step like and it doesn't need to be your next biggest hugest thing ever like you can just be plodding along for a time too because I think we see other people in the space doing all of the things stepping into who they are and we think fuck I should have stepped into who I am already and I think like sometimes you can just be I think this is where like the numerology like personal years are so huge and like that's Mm. what you've taught me is just this year this is what your year is about Mm. and if you're comparing yourself like we'll dive into this a lot <laughs> in another episode. But if you're comparing yourself and what you should be doing to someone who's in a totally different vibrational year to you, mm. like that can make you feel like you're crumbling and failing and falling apart. And yeah. Anyway, side note of that. Side note. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Shoulds are shoulds are huge. Shoulds are a huge part of life and something that we're coming up against every day. But I think to wrap all this up is just to say, A, start to connect to your body. Start to connect into your inner wisdom so that when the shoulds pop up, you know the difference between a hell yes and a should. Yeah. Um, start to just honour where you're at in this. Something I do that's like on that note of like trying to just figure out that body wisdom compared to a should um I think I've mentioned this to you before is like I'll be driving home and if I just feel this pull to go a different way home I just go Mm. I don't be like oh no but you should go that way because that's where you go every other day or if I'm going to do the groceries and I feel this pull to go do it somewhere else to where I usually do it I just follow it Mm. because they're like insignificant things that aren't going to dramatically you know impact yeah you know maybe it does maybe you meet someone there that changes your life like Mm -hmm. I don't know um, 
or if you feel like this pull when you're out for dinner to like order this particular thing, even though you're like, no, I would normally do this, like just order the thing anyway. Um, and if you do order what you used to order and it's bad, notice that too. Totally. Yep. Like, oh, my intuition did try to tell me yes. what to do and I didn't listen and now this this has happened. So notice that yep. too. Uh, that's a huge one for me. I If you follow me on Instagram, I um, one day put up this story because my mirror, I had just finished renovating my house and I put a mirror up on the wall and I had a moment of like, that seemed way too easy to put up. And then I just, I ignored that intuitive pull. And I get a call in the afternoon at four o'clock. My husband's like, why is the mirror smashed on the ground in the bathroom? <gasps> and I was like, <gasps> and I was like, just in my head, like it hit the tap. It hit the vanity, this brand oh new bathroom. And I was like, ah, oh, there she goes again. And it just like, you don't have to get angry at yourself for not listening to your intuition. In that moment is an opportunity for you to go, oh yeah, that oh, was my intuition. That's yeah. what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Instead of just being like, oh, no, that's anxiety or I'm being paranoid. Like so many times it happens. I'm like, oh, there she was again. There it is. And it's just, yeah, there all the time. That just happened to me. which Did it? Was it a mirror? No. So like I've just moved into my own little rental, which is super exciting. And I absolutely love it. On my manifesting list, it hit every single thing I wanted. Mm. I, I hit Fun. every mark, even what house number I want it to be in numerology. But <laughs> not the quiet. <laughs> Maybe you don't need <laughs> so quiet now, in your life. So now I need to manifest them moving out. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening and you live next door to Brie, please move out. <laughs> Hearing this universe. Oh, take it. I love it. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> so, yeah. There's, there's a whole lot, I reckon, for you to unpack in that episode. Maybe <laughs> go back and re-listen again <laughs> if you need to. Um, and if you have questions, like, write in, let us know. Mm. Yeah. And maybe now you can feel those shoulds in your life. And you're like, oh, I didn't even realise that was a should. And, like, write them down. Yeah. Make I'm all for lists. Yeah. Not, Not the to-do, to-do list. list. <laughs> Just lists of things yeah. that happen, like... Any pings that you get and then they happen, like any intuitive yes. pings, write it down because it actually builds your trust muscle. 100%. And that's what we're trying to do. We're just trying to uh, learn to trust ourselves over outside influence. Yeah. Damn, yeah, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we really hope that you have enjoyed this week's episode. If there's anything you want us to unpack on a future episode or if you would like to Throw your hat in the ring to be a guest. We would love to hear from you. This is all about connection and conversation and diving deep into the cosmic you that is us.